0: We'll do the introduction at the end, and there will also be a text thing explaining, but just continue what you're saying.
1: Yeah, if we want to use that, we, this, we can, but we don't necessarily have to if it doesn't flow. We'll make the
0: decision after.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, so... But it'll blow up. So I think, that, I think that the sort of propensity of the rate of acceleration of mm-hmm. the growth of the universe actually is of benefit when we stray with free will away from our natural attuned connection, because what's happening in those states is we go, we're kind of like scouts, these in these bodies like we're Mm. kind of like wanting to push the universe forward and to like come to new conclusions and like come into these new preferences and new mindsets like this world that we see around us is not like the world like it's not like the truth the world you know like we want to like really categorize and label things and like be like this is the reality of the world it's like it's only been the reality of the world for like x amount of years or whatever like this is Everything's changing. Everything's moving. Mm -hmm. And that's why we come here is to continue that process of, like, changing and moving things into new places. So in order to do that, like, obviously we need to look and collect data and decide and have preferences and then work towards, like, the nuances that we discover and Mm -hmm. create. And I think, like, the actual, like, creation of the nuance often comes from, like, if you go into... If you have a passion for, like business or stuff like that really all that is is we have problems we have issues and then we come up with some way of solving that and like Mm -hmm. that is sort of a joy of that type of person that might enjoy something like that is they like problems they like contrast because it creates an opportunity to make something new and something that would benefit the world in a new way and how the fuck are you going to know? Like, you can't have light without dark. Like, that would just be the thing that is. There would mm-hmm. be no light. It would just be that thing that we don't know the opposite of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you
1: can't have a spectrum without the deepest, darkest blacks, you know, the deepest, mm-hmm. darkest depths of shadow with the blindiness of light. Like, it's growing in all directions simultaneously. I don't think it would be possible whatsoever for the growth of the light and of the all the wonderful things that we want in this reality, I don't think that trajectory would be even possible to continue to expand without the simultaneous expansion of all of the shit that is mm-hmm. causing us to want the good things.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it would be logical to think that at the very least, if some little bit of matter... We're working against the expansion of the universe, it would make sense for us to say that little bit of matter is confused. Hmm. Just in the context of the rest of the universe, regardless of whether the rest of the universe is doing anything of merit at all, if you see a lot of the universe doing one thing and a little bit of the universe doing another thing, it's kind of like majority rules in your logic centers of your brain. Right. And so, yeah, I agree that the light must then... If not the only thing that exists, it's the only thing that's relevant to our decision making. It's,
1: it's being affected positively by all of the rogues and the scouts out here in physical form that are totally lost. Right. I mean, those types of people that are living in the f- most fucked up of ways mm-hmm. are actually helping us as a world, as a consciousness, I should say, yeah. an energy to become preferred and nuanced in ways that we could not access without the knowledge of the other end of the spectrum. Everything's a spectrum, Yeah, you right? couldn't see it unless they were over there doing it's it. duality, yeah. polarity, whatever you want to call it. Like, There's two ends of every spectrum, and I don't think that you can stretch in one way without stretching the other way. I don't think that that is the way that the universe or physics or non-physics works. Mm-hmm. I think that you have to stretch in both directions simultaneously in order for either one to exist. And that's okay. I mean, it's hard to right. like grasp because we push against so strongly in our hearts and in our worlds, like, oh, murder, ah, oh, terror. You know, it's like we are, like, pushing against all these things that are, quote, like, awful for the world, and, like, nobody wants to, ex- like, nobody wants to hear someone say, like, that stuff is, like... Benefiting us or necessary mm-hmm. for like the expansion of our world. Like, I'm not necessarily saying that to the degree that it's happening, it is necessary mm-hmm. for it to all exist, but it does take some kind of edge off for myself and for a lot of people to kind of be like, well, everything does happen for a benefit and for a reason, and we can all learn from it and grow from it. And we obviously, like, there's a whole nother conversation.
0: Can I propose something to you? I think it's going away. I think the murder and the suffering is going away. I think that there are people who would say that it not necessarily has to be there, but that it exists as a consequence of being the opposite of other things. But... I think opposites are going away, because if all of those things were going to go away, I one human first would have to born. think that maybe they're going away, and then it would have to, like, well,
1: I think that op- would be the starting point. Well, I think new opposites point. will be born, but here's, here's another way of uh, agreeing with you. Um, is in a business, Please agree with me in, in as business, many ways as possible. In a business standpoint, when you have the problem at hand, yes, you identify the problem, yep. you identify an equal solution, mm-hmm. does the problem necessarily need to exist any longer, I mean you can go and you can you can go and sell your solution to the world mm-hmm. and at some point the the issue will probably not be an issue anymore at all right. it'll just be a new way of life that yeah. we create but the initial issue itself was valuable. Right. That's all I'm trying to say. Is the issue for a moment and there's been plenty of oh, yeah. plenty of terrible shit I don't think it needs to perpetuate. But we can look at it as like wow this was like these were things that caused us to want to be better as a society. These were things that caused us massive desire and massive change. So I'm not saying that that to the degree that all of these terrible things in the world, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, mental health issues that I don't think are necessary any longer. I think that they may have played a part in their time, but I think that you're right that a lot of this we're evolving away from. And, yeah, sure, we're going to have, like, a whole new set of, like contrast because that again is like the thing that's creating right yeah it's creating like the issue created the new business
0: that's true things crawl out of holes
1: exactly dark holes i'm experiencing that firsthand in my life in a really beautiful way with a friend of mine that went through something horrible Mm -hmm. he i it was horrible for him but what's being born out of that is like he's like coming forth like a phoenix and mm-hmm. i've never seen this side of him and he has a lot of resources money and things that he's now putting into like something amazing that i'm like fuck yeah let's all get on this train mm-hmm. and like learn from like all of the issues that caused this cataclysmic moment for you in your life and like use this as a way of perpetuating momentum for a cause yeah that is so important So, like, watching that unfold has really taught me a lot about, you know, the sort of taking the bounce type living. You take the bounce from the shit into the glory of a new way of life.
0: Yeah, your muscle fibers have to tear in order for them to be rebuilt in the newer, stronger way.
1: May I offer a quote? Yes. It's, It's simple. I actually... Oh... No. I can't remember who it is, so I apologize for that, but it's not my words. (laughs) I can put Um, an edit
0: in the description if we figure (laughs) out who it was.
1: So it's simply saying that behind every issue is a question wanting to be asked. Behind every question is an answer wanting to be born. Behind every answer is an action wanting to be taken, and behind every action is a new way of life waiting to be And so wherever you are on that spectrum at any point in time in your reality, you can see the value that the issue, the question, and the answer and action create to make this new thing a reality. Yeah. I like to make peace with everything.
0: (laughs) Pablo Escobar, I think, is the attributable author of that quote. Is it? Yeah. Just for for the record. They just pull it out of your ass. I just made that up. I, that's <laughs> falsified. This is fake news. The purpose of this podcast is to spread misinformation <laughs> subtly, just in the little corners. Like it's ostensibly, it's about some other thing, but it's like each podcast contains just these little teeny Easter eggs yeah. of just oh, false, shit. of false information. <laughs> So, like, like, yeah, you'll get to the end, you could watch, you know, you could listen to a hundred episodes in a row, and at the end, you just, like, you just kind of think the earth is flat, but you don't know why. You're, like, <laughs> you'd call your friend Did and go, man, have charge- you ever thought about maybe the earth is flat? Like, I don't know why, but, like, I just had this weird notion in my mind. Yeah. That's the goal. Did you
1: hear about that guy that, like, went up? some kind of, like, rocket that he built? Yes!
0: <laughs> so crazy. Uh, but you need a, a bigger rocket. He
1: built a fucking rocket. Well, it was obviously... Well, it was just that his parachute deteriorated on the way up, apparently. <gasps> on the way up? Yeah, on the way out.
0: So, wait, then what? did But he didn't die, did he? What happened? And he did. Oh no. oh, no. Oh, no. This story, I didn't hear So, wait, have there been multiple people who have caught I the flat and blew rockets? I'm not rockets? a
1: specialist on this, but i right. heard... Through the great.
0: Next episode, we're going to have a specialist on the show and we're going to. A world is
1: bottom flat this. specialist about all of the mental health disorders.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Not saying that your viewpoints are invalid.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. I mean, there has got to be some version of the universe in which the Earth is flat. At the very least, within the human imagination, there well, is there really this is, little anyways. corner of, of the world. That is flat, and it serves some purpose, because, like, your inner voice, even if you're very confused and crazy, like, always kind of thinks that it is sane. So, like, Mm. there is some logic somewhere.
1: Well, the thing is, is, like, our realities are so personal, and what we think is true is so real. Right. You know, kids get get that shit. We need to learn. Kids kids (laughs) are, like... Adults don't see. Yeah. Like, they don't know. <laughs> like, They're like, you're they acting weird, and we're
0: like, oh, you'll understand someday. Yeah, it's you'll like, understand no. how
1: unimaginative the world really is. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I actually have very vivid memories of my childhood, which is crazy because it's like coming back to me in waves, mm. and I remember vividly what it feels like to be in that state of, like, creativity and joy and, like, like like your universe can just be whatever portal you want mm-hmm. it to be. Like, I had so much momentum on so many different levels of, like, games and things and, like, worlds that I had created in my head that were very vivid and detailed and I couldn't, right. I was just slipping in and out of different worlds Like, totally, like, different identity, Mm -hmm. and superpowers, and, like, everything. (laughs) Like, I had tons of those. Yeah. And it was just, like, a switch that I could flip. It's pretty interesting that I'm, like, able to remember the details of those games and things.
0: Oh yeah, well you have there's something about your current thoughts that are harmonizing in a different and new and stronger way Similar. with those specific thoughts because there's probably also other things from your memory that you realize if you think about it that you are remembering less than you did before. There are probably some specific things about your past or your story about your past or other people's story about your past that you think about Less, because you only have so many seconds in the day. You can only think about so many things.
1: And you're just where you are. Maybe if I was having a really weird day, I would remember all the weird things about my childhood. Yeah. Um, honestly, that doesn't happen very much because when I'm in a weird mood, I try to like knock myself out, like <laughs> sleep, meditate. I don't like to like perpetuate. I don't know. I don't like to be. Um, I don't like to. I don't like to like, go into my life in those states of being to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have to, I will, and I'm not going to, like, throw a huge fit about it. Maybe I will. Yeah. If I'm in that mood. But you but... try
0: to keep that team member on the bench as much as you can.
1: <sighs> Absolutely. I think it's really important, like, especially with my line of work,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to show up for people with, all of me, or like that mm-hmm. version of Oh, me yeah. As today. an
0: instructor, do you feel like there's like some other forces that are coming in to like.
1: Oh, 100% a channeler. Right, like I'm right, 100% yeah. there, and I like really take it. I don't take it seriously. I don't even like that term. I take it seriously, but I like. Value, but it
0: matters to you that people get something positive it's out of it. It's very
1: meaningful to me to live and to practice what I preach because I have done both, Mm -hmm. and I've been sort of straddling the line of, like, here's what I really want to give to the world and what I want to teach, but here's what I do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, it's, like, it's not always been super harmonious, and so, you know, within the past, you know, since I got a manager at my business and I've had more time, for me, I've really been sinking in again to all of the teachings that I then bring to others and, like, adopting them very wholeheartedly. And not willing to do anything else because I can't. Like, mm-hmm. I just simply cannot. I can't. I can't be a hypocrite. <laughs> I can't be somebody that says one thing and does another, especially not if I ever want to actually make a difference with any of my clients or anybody in the world.
0: Right, yeah. Because your image is part of it and their image of you will develop along with their skills. And I
1: just have so much more to offer people when I'm in that state of being where I'm connected and when Mm -hmm. I've taken the time in my day to line up and meditate and just sort of get into the zone or the flow state or whatever you want to call it. Mm hmm And then going to classes, sitting down to work at the computer, working with private clients, whatever I'm doing from that point forward, it's like I have figured out a process in the morning to like getting myself good, like getting myself in the zone. Right. And I really, I can't go about my day without doing that usually, sometimes I do, and it usually like I last one day yeah. without doing it and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like <laughs> oh what is that
0: what is that day two like? Could you like take us to your emotional place of I just like day feel two of a no little bit routine? more
1: I mean Nicole were talking about this earlier, say I feel more cortisol in my body like I feel so this is a physical
0: sensation for you
1: it's very like anxiety like it, I'm very, very sensitive. To vibration, you're like kind of hormones. subtly indicating to
0: places in the body. Do you feel this feel anxiety, this cortisol release in a space in
1: my neck and in my shoulders? I feel it in my chest. Yeah, I feel like my breathing change definitely. Um, I'm unable to fully like enjoy myself and mm-hmm. relax and um to just sort of be like confident and you know cuz there's like the flip side of that is where there's like this super me that exists that I step into and right. it's like hyper hyper enjoying mm-hmm. like I can really really enjoy my experience in this world yeah <laughs> and like hyper confident like just loving myself like through the roof and just being like i'm so glad to be me today like just Mm -hmm. so glad to be me and so glad just appreciative like looking out at all the beautiful people in my life at my living situation at nature and just everything is just like a whirlwind of like holy shit what a beautiful world what a blessing like i'm so blessed and just like being up there and then having like amazing synchronicities and things happening to me left and right where i'm just like fucking a like like there's so much abundance around me and like everything's going my way and ideas are ample. Like I write down like so many ideas all the time. My workflow, my ability to like organize my life and work and like navigate through all of the different facets of the projects that I'm working on and just with ease and trust and guidance, like letting all of it sort of flow in a certain way. And then there's that other me that's Mm -hmm. kind of like clunking through things and like feeling like, oh, I have to do this now or like, you know, so I don't, I don't want to approach any of my passion projects that I'm choosing as like career paths in that state of mind. Like it doesn't match up and that's like the not practicing what I preach side of things.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I definitely learned as a child coming up that like the normal thing was to wake up and be that essentially less productive self. Because you wake up earlier than you want to with less time than you want, and you eat probably something other than what you'd like to, and then you go and you sit down and you receive some information that's probably other than whatever you would prefer. And so immediately you're taught not only that your preference is fundamentally wrong, which is... Maybe well, the most dangerous thing I ever mean, washing it's finest well yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's already it took, yeah, it's life washing exactly, yeah. yeah, it's like taken, and also, I feel like we were taught to have a little bit of a contempt for those like. Hippy lefty they're off on a commune they're naked all the time they're <laughs>
1: they're enjoying the they're sunshine. enjoying
0: the sunshine they're gardening they're growing their own food we've got a perfectly good public's right down the street what are they doing growing their own food outside it's like you're taught to not only love your own suffering but also hate other people's joy
1: and to call it selfish
0: right Selfish is exactly Selfish the word. Is the That's like the dagger of the. My most ironic
1: <gasps> word because I find it to have such a negative baggage that it. <laughs> yeah. Like, how have we s- twisted the idea of caring for the self and like and like creating self boundaries and? Like, I understand that there's another way that people use that word, which is like. Oh, he's t- he's greedy, right? He's taking more than like right, he's ha- yeah. hurting others. It's yeah. sort of like a way that it can be used. Yeah, like he's taking away from others and giving to himself,
0: right?
1: Mm-hmm. But there, that's not the only definition of the word, and people just connotate it with that like, mm-hmm. selfish, terrible, bad things. You know, it's like well, actually being selfish and i just call it self-full now self-ful. i don't even use that, like that word because people are like triggered like mm-hmm. i don't even use the word like god or divine or anything like that ever like i try not to because it's just like or even the word love sometimes it's like there are a lot of like words that people that are very well meaning but they yeah. have been skewed into all these different meanings that um, people oh, yeah. have strong emotions towards mm-hmm. so yeah selfish or self nature has been sort of criminalized in the everyday gamma brain cortisol body workflow that most people are prescribing to and and i've been told more times than i can count like oh you can never get anything without tons of hard work and suffering like that's normal yeah. for people to think that and i'm like okay sounds good like might as well go kill myself like i don't think i (laughs) want to exist like if that was really like what i believed if i was willing to really listen to everybody that told me that like i'd be a completely different person right now Mm -hmm. because like yeah you've got to like apply yourself i'm not saying don't apply yourself but like figure out what gives you energy in life and so that way when you're actually doing the things that you are doing you're gonna if you are really going down a career path, you're going to spend a large chunk of your time and energy and life thinking about that thing. Yeah. Working towards that thing and being there present. Why the fuck would you do something that you don't love? Like, why are you going to just be like, and from this time to this time in my life, I'm doing things I love and I'm happy and it's when I'm not at work. And then when I am at work, like, you know, I'm just a totally different person, and you know, it's like at least well, there's enjoy a programming for that too. Degree. Because
0: what you think you can have it all,
1: you think you <laughs> right. can have
0: it all, you think yeah. you can just
1: have it all, yeah. No, it's so funny. It's like you selfish person, you <laughs> yeah. can't please yourself, you gotta please me, you gotta right? Please entire, like chain food chain is like, yeah, it's funny. It's like you can't be selfish because I'm being selfish. Like, yeah. that's what our parents told us. Like, right. you selfish kid, don't please yourself, please me. Right, Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, I yeah. was <laughs> smart enough to be like, excuse you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Right. your> irony <laughs> <in> this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Kids are great. I, I, I love being around kids that are just, like, the, quote, trouble kids. I've always had an affinity for, like, trouble kids because they... Oh, yeah. Because they'll
0: tell you what the actual problem is. You can just ask, like, like, like just hey. Like,
1: bend over for e- Like, they're yeah. not just gonna be like, oh, yeah, I'll do whatever you want and just, like, conform to your preferences. Yeah. So, like, I got my own thing going on, like...
0: Usually they're like, well, I have this other priority. Yeah, it's never that they don't want to do anything. It's usually they're like, well, I'm, I'm more focused on X, Y, or Z. And I'm like, oh. And you put a lot of energy and thought into that, right? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on paper, there's nothing wrong with you. They just <laughs> want you to do this other thing. Right. Totally.
1: Um, I wrote a paper when I was in college about, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to remember his name right now, but there was an autistic 13-year-old that got into a prestigious physics college Mm -hmm. because his mom decided to pull him out of the school that he was in because they were trying to control him. And mm-hmm. she was like, don't do not do that. Like, she yeah. was like, don't control him at all. So she just let him, like, exist at the house mm-hmm. and let him teach himself. And she would come home, and he had written equations. Like, he was teaching himself, like, trigonometry and things at, like, age 10 or whatever. Like, yeah. younger than anyone ever should be reading those books. But so he was soaring through them. And she would come home, and her whole house would have equations written all over the whole windows right. and everything and she just let him do his thing. She didn't try to stop him. She just loved him and let him be him and then next thing you know he's like one of the, you know, game changers in the physics. Yeah, cuz if no one ever As told like, you it wasn't teenager. supposed
0: to be fun Then you might accidentally think it's fun just because, like, oh, look at those symbols. There's some nice, like, whatever. You're alone. It's like all you have is these, like, kind of, like, cool-looking designs. And it's like, oh, there's a pattern. Like, I can learn the pattern. It's like if that's your whole process, then, like, yeah, you never have to self-motivate to, like, get back in the chair and keep doing it because, like, no one ever taught you the story of this is something I have to beat my head against the wall to get myself to do.
1: It's beautiful when you discover... I mean, I'm discovering it over and over again in my life that interest drives intelligence, so to speak, or interest drives learning. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've always had a sort of one-track mind... Not a one-track mind, but a, like, specific-track mind where it's like, if I'm into something, then I will be very, very good at that thing, and I will love learning about it and I will read about it and learn and practice and do all the things and in school that didn't always show up really well on paper because I would go to class hear someone's viewpoint that I didn't like or didn't agree with or like Mm -hmm. hear just sort of subject matter that was just blah 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 like in my head it just was like I don't I'm not going to care or retain this information especially if my teacher's not selling it. You know, mm-hmm. like I just wouldn't go to class and I, you know, I would kind of learn what I needed to learn to get like an A or a B just sort of like brushing by trying to just like but I wouldn't go, you know. I got in a lot of trouble just because I was like I'm not going to use my valuable time and focus to spend on these things that I yeah. just I know it's irrelevant to me. Like yeah. I knew that <laughs> at a very young age. And so <laughs> Now, I'm realizing, like, well, I just wasn't interested. I wasn't stupid, or I wasn't, like, Mm -hmm. autistic, or, like, um, ADD, or, Mm -hmm. like, I wasn't... I didn't have any inability or any ability of any kinds that were very, like, definable. I just simply wasn't interested.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it's so hard, because immediately they'll tell you... Because it's not like there's some... I mean, I guess there are mechanisms, because there are clubs and stuff, but there's just not a lot of message telling these kids that they can create their own activity at the very... I mean, even during leisure time, it's like they're kind of told, like, well, no, you got to do your homework.
1: You know, it's very... Um, this is bringing up a subject of positive psychology. There's been some studies that have been reading about positive psychology in the school systems and how finally school systems are realizing that if the child or the student of any age is happy, that they learn better.
0: Golly gee. Like, (laughs) But, like, now they're
1: starting to try to actually implement that into schools. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) I know. Like, about time, but, like, I'm happy that people are learning about that stuff and, like, actually making a point to figure out systems and processes to try to increase the joy factor in Mm -hmm. their school's. I would love to see what that does and how that pans out and, like, the different processes that they use. I know that an easy one would just be, like, nature you go outside. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, those fluorescent lights in school. So this, like, I, that's one of the reasons yeah. I didn't want to ever go is because I hate fluorescent lights. I don't know why. It makes me, like, I, I, I start to feel the cortisol, like, leak into my body when I'm in those environments.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know, cause it's very, very white light. So when do you have really white light? When it's like s- about to snow. Like I'm trying to think what like what does your caveman body think is
1: happening? that's it just bad. feels like I've been abducted by like malicious aliens. Oh like, right, yeah, it doesn't feel like, like anything. It feels from her. Very, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, it feels because regular. Natural. Yeah,
0: incandescent, incandescent light is just—it's a little type of fire, basically. It's heat, so it feels like the sun. That's natural. The other thing is like. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, what is? It's not plasma because it's not hot enough. What is that? What is? What do you call that when that gas is like glowing like that? I guess it's just gas. It's still gas, but it's a glowing gas. Yeah, we don't like glowing gases. There's not a lot of glowing gas around. <laughs> I mean, That's I think scary. I I'd
1: like it more if it was like moodier, like if they used it to like create ambiance. And I'm just in the, I'm in the world of ambiance. Like I create spaces and things and like put a lot of emphasis on. Oh yeah. lighting and things in my life. And, like, I'm when picturing I'm in your those...
0: future school that's, like, decorated, like, your yoga studio, and it's, like, Fuck you come yeah, in, it's, man. like, very, very nice, lots of earth tones. An environment
1: and, like... <laughs> for people to, like, flourish, like, treat them yeah. like a plant. They want sunlight, they want water, they want nourishment. Yeah, like, humans need way more than just that to be happy. Like, we don't just need, like, basic human things, we need, like, all these conditions for us mm-hmm. to, like, you know, like, each plant does well in a different environment, in a different ecosystem. Like, you've got to learn more about humans and, like, how to create these positive spaces for them. And then watch how they th- flourish and thrive. Like, I I know, I think you're right that we're going into a new space as a humanity. And we're going to leave behind a lot of stuff that is primitive because that's just inevitable Right. And I think one of the things that we're leaving behind is the bunk school systems that we have right now. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Oh, yeah. It's so crazy. I've, I, have like... <laughs> I started uh, teaching after school in a... It's, like, I'm part of the after school program, so it's more like I'm a camp counselor. It's, the, it's more like the relationship between me and the school, which I really like, because I have a little bit more room mm-hmm. to... I mean, not teach experimentally, but teach a little bit more child-centered. Mm. And so, you know, sometimes, even if it's a 30-minute lesson, we might just sit and talk to each other mm-hmm. for five, maybe even seven, maybe even ten minutes. Mm-hmm. We might just regular talk about mm-hmm. not even music, about just whatever happened over the weekend. Mm. And then maybe we physically move our bodies Maybe if the child is really energetic, I just make them run laps for a while, because they're too, they have too much energy, which is manifesting itself into too many thoughts, and so they won't be able to blame the stuff anyway. But it's like, in a classroom, it's like, to, like trying to get... Like, first of all, trying to get 30 kids at once to achieve emotional harmony <laughs> and begin a learning session is very difficult, just because the kids aren't trained. One day the kids will be trained, and it will be easy... But, like, it's because it's after school and the eyes aren't so much on me and the vibe is different because an after school activity they're expecting to get something different, mm-hmm. I can still do my job very, very well without having to be so rigidly on this time clock and wrenching these data points and these scores and these this mm-hmm. and that out of these kids. I can, like, get to know them as humans. Well, the summer
1: camp analogy is nice because kids go to summer camp still to, like, learn and to, like, do things that they're interested in. Yeah. But there's a different vibe, for sure, than mm-hmm. going to school. <laughs> Kids prescribe to go to summer, summer camp, you know? Right, yeah. They sign up, they're like, yeah, I want to do that. And they probably, like, love just, you know, being around you, too.
0: I'm teaching at summer camp, actually, too. They, they nice. just signed <laughs> me up. I'm doing, it's like a week. They come for three hours at a time every day for, like, five days. Nice. And it's going to be, like, an intensive songwriting Thing. It's gonna be like we have a week to do all of School of Rock,
1: my
0: everything. God. We're gonna go in. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna tell somebody to turn I... their cello sideways. Like I'm gonna. I love that. Yeah.
1: You. You're Megan Cosgrove. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I will select my Megan Cosgrove.
1: Oh my god. And
0: she'll have to deal with that stigma for the entire duration of the camp. I love it. For better or worse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's so fun. So fun.
0: Uh-huh. But yeah, it's hard during the normal school day to fit in that creativity and that wildness and whimsy. I don't
1: think it should be hard. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: No, no, it shouldn't be hard. No, it's, it's, yeah, I guess I shouldn't. I should say the perception is that it's hard to get that creativity in the school day, especially because the message that's being sent, the mantra that is being chanted is that creativity is getting pushed to the side to make room for more serious enterprises, the economy is it's, we need people doing the numbers because this economy, man, I tell you, there's just there's really really complicated number problems that you better learn a lot about numbers and go figure <laughs> out.
1: I was told by a teacher, um, fucking Mister—I'm not even gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> actually, you know what? His identity I will. will be protected. I will. Okay. Mister, um, what's his name from Bullwair? Yeah, that that guy. If you're (laughs) listening. Um, I knew exactly. You know what? He was one of my greatest teachers because he told me exactly what I didn't want to hear. And he told me that I would amount to nothing (laughs) because I didn't go into science or, um, I don't even know. He wanted me to go into, like, economics. He was like, if you don't go into these fields, you will be miserable and broke for the rest of your life. And there's no hope for you. And I was like... I was like so angry. I remember the emotion that I had because it felt so wrong to hear that on every level of my body. I was like, this guy is wrong. Like I knew that, but he had so much authority and power that I had to still sit in front of him and listen to him for a really long time. (laughs) <laughs> I am so excited someday I am going to go back I could go back now but I want to give a lecture in his class he used to have people he have <laughs> people come back he would he would have right. people come back and he would have a lecture in Ooh. his class like past students and I am going to be one of them wow. <laughs> I'm going to go up and like pretend to be like like, friendly with him, be like, yeah, what's up, you were my favorite teacher, what's up, and then, like, stand in front of his class and just tell them exactly the opposite of what he told at me. (laughs) Well,
0: what's nice, though, is that I know that you walk the path that you will approach that and put something positive into it. Like, it won't be like you're throwing shade at this teacher because you did wrong. You're just like, I see an area where maybe the wrong thing's being told to these kids, and I just want to present them with a counter-opinion for their consideration. Absolutely, and I
1: want to present him with that counter-opinion, too, because he's, you know, he's sort of the epitome of, like, uh... You know, it could be he has you know, he has a yacht and he has like he's in politics and he's in these things and he's just doing teaching as like a charity to children and like all this stuff and it was just the right, way that he'd he's, painted. like one he society On the day of school say that. Yeah, and well he told everyone that he gets paid the most and he told everyone that he you know, it was just this very like viewpoint it, 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 one, Is that true, one, the science
0: teacher gets paid the most?
1: He was economics. I don't know why he got paid a lot.
0: They can't have no paid idea.
1: him more than Mr. Uh... He showed us a breakdown of the of the pay for every instructor or every teacher at the school. Including Mr. May. Yeah. I saw everybody's pay salary. I mean, that's salary. cool
0: in a way. Like, that's a little bit revolutionary just that he's doing that. But, like, I guess it's how it was packaged. Because for me, if I showed that, I would be like, look at this money's imaginary, it's everybody's negotiating. He was trying to, like,
1: persuade us from not being teachers. Like, I'm not even kidding. Huh. He was just, he's trying to say, if it doesn't have a large price tag, there's no point in doing it at all. You should give up your happiness for, um, money. Yeah. (laughs) Which I just don't think that they're mutually exclusive. I never have, and I didn't at that point. I was like, so many things, and he's like an older guy, so he's kind of like, He's kind of like seeing through the lens of somebody that didn't have all the opportunities that we have now mm-hmm. as this generation where we have this mass you know, global market and we can use all of the digital yeah. avenues to our benefit. And there's so the economy really is booming in so many ways right now. And if you know how to navigate that, there's nothing you can, can't do, really. Right, yeah. I you know a guy that sells, how, how, teaches women how to squirt. That's what he does for a living. I'm not kidding. That's what he does. He does get paid a lot. It's a prestigious role that he plays. Well, I mean, in in a non money based society,
0: that's gonna be the most valued, you know. It's not gonna be you know, even a lawyer, like a doctor, sure maybe healing, but even then we got other kinds of healers, like in the New World society, it's like the things the most close to the body and close to the heart (laughs) are gonna be what matters.
1: I exactly. Exactly. You don't got to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. 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 So
0: when's your class?
1: My class. My class.
0: When's your next class? I don't know.
1: My next yoga class. Yeah. Or sporting class. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was right. After Get that. your
0: mind out of the gutter.
1: Um, I teach tonight actually at seven fifteen. That's
0: great. Is this a Flow space?
1: Mm-hmm. And what are you going to be teaching? Power flow. Yeah, it'll be the upbeat, energetic, silly kind. I like to be kind of peppy in those environments with the live DJ, you know, it's good.
0: Oh my gosh, so there's silliness in like a live DJ. This doesn't, what you're describing doesn't sound like the normal thing that I would think of if someone said, I'm going to have a yoga class and it's going to be like well, this. It's, it I sounds like even, yours is different.
1: Yeah, I don't even love to use the word yoga class. I call it like a... some kind of experience or some kind of journey. Usually it's like... I like journey. It's very different from a lot of the yoga that I've experienced because I just have preferences and things and when I've been very disappointed by yoga classes in the past, like we were talking about, it's birthed. Preferences and desires Mm -hmm. that I'm trying to actualize for my own students. Yeah. Preferences and desires. Things being born like phoenixes from ashes. Yeah. So that'll be fun. We'll be doing that. Hums DJing for me tonight. She does a great job. And uh, I'm always sore for the rest of the week after this class. Like, I'm sore. I'll be sore until, like, next week.
0: (laughs) Well, you will be sore. I will. Theoretically, the strongest person in the room
1: with (laughs) regards to these movements. I am not doing my acrobatics as much as I would like. So, if anyone wants to train out here in Gainesville, hit me up.
0: This is the perfect
1: uh, platform
0: to speak this message.
1: Yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to have a, I just want to have more training in my life. I want to have more, like, people that I do partner stretching and, you know, people that are very physically aware around me that I really enjoy spending time with.